Hello, guys. Kurt. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the skill set studio. We are. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm actually really excited about it. They've got a fantastic facility. I've been using fantastic a lot, by the way, but uh, fantastic facility. The podcast studio is on point. Ben and Jason are amazing. Yeah, it's uh, top-notch stuff, man. I'm super excited about it. I love it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. So welcome back from uh, from your, your adventures overseas. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Combating a t- terrorism. It was a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it was, I saw the pictures. There were the bodies. Up. There were bodies everywhere. There right? bo- yeah, there were on the beach <laughs> in yeah. bikinis. So, uh, hey, you know, you missed one of the best podcasts we've ever done with Ryan Bader. Ooh. It was here in the studio. Yeah. His butt was on that chair. My butt sweating in the same chair that it Ryan was. Bader's butt was sweating. His butt in. was sweating too because we were drinking jubies. Ooh. No big deal. Yeah. So, the new issue of the magazine skill set magazine right. that we did uh with the podcast in conjunction with that it's in barnes and noble right now I no big deal sent out the fam to go get a couple of them nice. and sit, get some starbuck coffee that's cool so uh if you guys are interested because skill set mag actually has an online subscription which i think is genius yeah instead of walking into a bookstore you could do either or yep but obviously if you're part of the family and you're part of the tribe we give you discounts mm. philcraft 10 Always discounts. Always discounts. Go get a discount, skillsetmag.com, Philcraft 10, and get your subscription. I hope one day <laughs> I can convince Skillset to put me on the magazine. No pressure. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> I just want to be on the cover because Ryan Philippe, all these like oh, famous yeah. people, and me and you need to be on the cover. Ooh, that'd be cool. Like crossed arms. Oh, yeah. Mason in the background on his knees. Oh. Inboard. That'd, that'd be weird. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, I we could be holding hands on the cover and you yeah. know, yeah. That's what like we bros do. The dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> I love skill set mag, dude, because you know it's actually a mag that's in the men's section. It's just not exclusively guns or anything else. It's yeah. all the stuff. It's like the alpha male stuff. It's all the stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah, Outdoors, it's good stuff. travel. I'm actually writing no I just got the deal. email, but I'm writing my first. I'm still learning to read, spread. so you're like ten <laughs> years, ten light years ahead of me. You're starting to write for magazines. You can and... take the pictures for my article. Oh, thanks. I haven't decided what article <laughs> we're going to do. We're going to do, but it's going to involve you and reading. Oh, all right, yeah, reading rainbow. Yeah, got it. <laughs> also, uh, this episode, uh, you know, is interestingly enough, uh, we have sponsors now. We do. Yeah, I mean, you know, things are picking up, man. We're in a studio. We have sponsors. I mean, shit's getting real. We were in diapers on our iPhone recording. Yeah, laying in the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like being in my underoos. You know, doing the scorpion (laughs) on the carpet. Remember we we did that podcast in our underwear. Yeah, on in the prone. That was weird. (laughs) If we had Mason Mac then recording live feeds on his phone, you know how cool that would have been. Do you have you ever seen the scorpion? Do you know what? Like, <laughs> you keep saying that. I have no fucking well, idea. Well, it's what funny to me in. because I was actually on a deployment. So this is a, a little bit of a sidetrack, but I was on a deployment <laughs> in Baghdad and I walked by this room and there was a certain green beret that was laying on his little bunk on his belly. Was it little? Was it the little green beret we know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, not okay. that green beret. Yeah. Um, but we, I walked by this room and, you know, good dude. He's a little weird. But he's laying on his stomach, and he's got his legs crossed behind him. If you can kind of imagine that, doing the scorpion. It was like legs crossed behind him, and he was like kicking his legs. And I was like just standing there like looking at this, and I was like, is this dude a chick? Like this yeah. is just odd. Like most, As you're looking up his ranger panties, you're like, yeah. is this dude? I was like, whoa. Something's weird. That's an impressive nutsack. No. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, anyways so yeah, we digress. Yeah, onto our sponsors <laughs> from that. Digress. That was super professional, by the way. Yeah, uh, Net, from that sex to Roka eyewear. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, uh, it, Rob, uh, Rob wouldn't mind. So yeah. you know, Roca eyewear. We we wear Roca's. Uh, Roca eyewear is one of the uh, best sunglasses on the market because we grew up in the military wearing Oakleys, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, but we didn't know what we didn't here's know. A, here's a little secret about Roca is that he's done a fantastic job of recruiting a lot of the people that made eyewear and a lot of other top companies. So he's got some serious folks designing those glasses. Uh, both, you know, on the mill spec side, I believe, and then, you know, the civilian side. So that's pretty cool. What I like about Roca is, and we talked about this before, is they do cater to performance athletes because yeah. when you're running, when you're doing all the stuff that you're doing in, you know, elite endurance uh, athletes do, you need light pair of glasses on your head right, that aren't yeah. going to come off. Well, we when know you're that sweating. ounces equal pounds. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you look at my stomach when you said ounces equal pounds? Sorry, God, dude. Dude, I'm trying. Gun life, son. Every day in the gym, <laughs> um, I do wear them, and then you know they're used by Olympic gold medalists. I mean, when athletes are using them in performance industries and sports, what do we do? We are active dudes who run and gun. We teach tactics. Yeah. We're hiking with the fam. We we're, survive. We survive. <laughs> we're doing all this good stuff. If you are um, into overlanding outdoor stuff, you know, men and women, go to roca.com. Use the code. I got a code before this. Fieldcraft15 for 15% 15 15%. off. And it's yeah. store-wide. Yeah. It's like some of these companies like, hey, I'll give you – 10% off Cialis. It's like, dude, I don't want 10% off Cialis. <laughs> I want the whole spread. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want, yeah. So yeah. get your 15% off Philcraft 15, Roka.com. <laughs> um, also, cool.com. Cool. I love cool, man. Yeah. Let's not get on that bandwagon. You're like, I see you. I know. Well, yeah, you led, that was a weird lead off. You're like, and next we have cool.com. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the website you're reading something <laughs> you know my heritage bro you know my heritage i'm this very is, analytical the next one is the cool the cool <laughs> fcsh free ship i'm gonna get that changed because it sounds like physician ship free ship. yeah it's kind of yeah it's fcsh free ship for free shipping look for any big manufacturer of anything to offer free shipping in anything it's freaking yeah. rare. Yeah, that's but, rad. But what's cool about cool is we rocked cool before it was cool. We if did. That makes sense. We we rocked cool before we were sponsored by cool. Because Absolutely. we like their stuff. I'm wearing their shirt that I bought pre-cool sponsorship. That's a cool shirt. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> FCSH uh, free, free ship, ship. Yeah. for uh, free shipping at cool.com. So we just picked up another sponsor, Box Strong Box. American made from 16-gauge steel, three-point locking systems, single-key entries, you got to have a breacher from a special operations unit to breach to get these in things. It. To yeah. get in no these big things. deal. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> or or gun foo who's over here. Yeah. Um, but hey, look, these guys are are top leaders. You know, in their industry and space, they have pull out drawer systems. They have boxes that lock all your important stuff, your guns. I like the tie into this company. Like the story you told me, the tie into the company is actually really cool. Like Should we you talk about. You knew the dude. Wait, well, I knew did, the dude. That, I, I yeah. didn't even know you were I knew blowing the dude. the dude off for like six months, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm like, "Well, this product's pretty cool. Who is this dude?" And yeah. it's a buddy of mine. Yeah, it's a buddy of yours who failed to disclose the fact that he was communicating with me by using his <laughs> yeah. name. Um, but hey, there. You know, these boxes, these, all this stuff that's in their equipment suite is being used by police departments, federal agencies, border patrol. Look, they have contracts. They're just reaching into the civilian market, and you could actually buy their stuff. 
look, Boss Strongbox, not only is a buddy of mine, I believe in their product, but they've given us the biggest discount available in the market at 25% off any Box Strong Box using Philcraft. Yeah. That's See a cool. theme here? See a theme here? Yeah, I do. Stick with Philcraft, get discounts. We got to do like, I think some of these codes, we got to do like FCS because I feel like like I, I don't know what I have difficulty spe- spelling our own company's you have difficulties name talking sometimes. Yeah, but I don't. But I have difficulty spelling our company's and like Fieldcraft survive. I'm like you know typing all this shit in, and I'm like, I, you want to do the acronym thing? We did that for 20 years. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. All right. Fieldcraft survival it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, if you guys want to check them out, boxstrongbox.com. Also, the last sponsor is Pelfrey Built. Not, not least important. No. Pelfrey yeah. built off road. Who, ironically enough, is owned by a veteran that we didn't know was a veteran. Yeah, that w- went into the military under a ranger contract, and yeah. he owns Pelfrey built. Yeah, Pelfreybuilt dot com. It's P E L F R E Y B I L T dot com, or on Instagram, Instagram it's Pelfrey built off road. Look, yeah. Pelfrey built makes the best accessories for Toyotas. They have the I know a Lexus line for their uh, off road. Right, the Jeep. Gunfu was it GX four seventy or something? GX four seventy. But look, their bumpers, rock sliders, top notch armor. I mean, it's 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 good stuff. I mean, we've had the ability to work with um, several different companies, and we're excited to be working with these guys. Um, Super good people. Had fantastic conversations with them at Overland Expo West. Um, and they're just good people. So we are affiliated with good companies, which I like that. So yeah, we're going to th- keep doing that. One of the things I didn't realize, because uh, I was always on this bandwagon of, hey, dude, you have to have steel bumpers in order to protect yourself. Right. And it's this cool like idea yeah. until you get the shit mounted on your vehicle and you almost and slide off nine the road and million die. pounds. Dude. I almost, Utah changed my life after that almost falling off a cliff <laughs> where my rear end yeah. that weighs 5,000 pounds. I've rolled off a cliff. You, you almost launched it, off a cliff. Weight is everything. It's that whole, what'd you say? Ounces, pounds, Mike's fat. Yeah. Thing. Ounces equal pounds. You know that. Whatever, dude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate your guts. Um, but yeah. You know, it, they're making aluminum bumpers that are rigid enough to take impacts, but also aesthetically pleasing, but to have the utility and function. I'm all about it. Pufferbuilt.com. We're leading into this. So, hey, guys, welcome back to the Fieldcraft Survival Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and unfortunately... <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm back in the country, so you had to bring me along to this podcast as your co-host. Yep, we're in the skill set You studio. know who I am. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'll just run <laughs> Wait a this, minute. you just hang out. And no, do- no, 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 no. We need to... Dude, my voice sounds fantastically dude, handsome. you are in love with your voice. No, I mean, I, I've never heard it like this because we're, know. You know, we're mic'd up and we got like headphones on. Yeah, and it's we're super cool. on our bellies. We're scorpion. We're doing the scorpion in our underwear again uh yeah hashtag scorpion on everything you do this is gonna go viral yeah i don't even know what the, the scorpion means. actually we should get a picture of me doing the scorpion that would probably so Let's that way not <laughs> <laughs> i mean people want to know what the scorpion well, okay, is we'll show bro. people the scorpion is yeah t-shirt after this, right now after lay this. on your belly on the table right now show what the scorpion is. i don't know if i should uh i'm, I'm feeling shy now <laughs> <laughs> Why are you turning red? My and ass is sweating, dude. I don't want to get up on this. Like he's got IG live on. My ass is sweating, and you want me to get on the table? <laughs> you're shit stamping your underwear. Yeah. You're prairie dogging. <laughs> that, let's not do that. Um, welcome back to the podcast, bro. Mm. I've missed you. 
Uh, it's time to get back to work. We spent all night last <laughs> night drinking I shouldn't beer. have showed you any of the pictures from my trip. You're like, you were fucking off the whole time. I was like, no, I was it's fucking time to working. Work, bro. You're like, yeah, you were fucking off. No, you're not fucking <laughs> off. I know you're always working. <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome back. We've had a lot of things that transpired, including... Uh, uh, we hired a couple people outside of you to augment your job. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, I took a pay cut. You hired other people, <laughs> and then you told me to get your ass in the podcast studio. <laughs> I no was like, deal. okay, cool, thanks. On Independence Day. <laughs> well, I, you know, first of all, thanks to the skill set for letting us use their studio. Always, yeah. This is fan- This is awesome, man. But, I'm, I'm pumped about this. But also for, for Ben and Jason's time, man. These guys, it's Independence Day. It is. It's the 4th of July. I want to give a shout-out real quick to my daughter, Cameron. It's her 16th birthday. She was born at Fort Bragg, North Carolina on the 4th of July, 16 years ago, and she's my baby. So happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday, you. Cam. Your uncle Mike, your aunt Mike misses you. <laughs> yeah, auntie Mike misses you too. We'll see you, you see you in a couple days. Um, yeah, so you're back in the house. You did some international traveling. I did. You know, on the way up here from Arizona from Arizona. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> I feel like this is We're in island. Phoenix. Skillset Island. We're on Skillset yeah, Island. We're on Skillset Island uh, <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona. What what uh was interesting to me and I and I didn't even th- realize we were going to talk about it, but it we've never really talked about it in depth is international travel and our experience that we had when we diverted a fucking commercial airliner um into San Francisco. Have we never talked about that on we, a podcast? We talked about it in snippets but didn't tell the whole fucking story. It's a crazy story. Well, I think we should tell that story as a international travel um, survival scenario, which d- the shit happens, man. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. A whole bunch of lessons learned in that situation. So, yeah, I'll lead off on it because I was the one that, that saved the day. Basically, while I was in business class. yeah, you were picking your ass, and I was fucking smashing Bro. dudes inside of an international <laughs> flight, fucking doing hostage rescues yeah, and stuff. You were smashing dudes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it's interesting. So Mike and I are on an international flight. We're headed to Southeast Asia. And where did we fly out of? We flew out of Denver uh, that time. So we jump on a flight, international flight. Uh, We were traveling like bosses. Uh, The client that had us coming out had us in uh, first class on an international flight, which in my opinion is a awesome way to travel. Um, but so we're on this flight, probably what an hour into the flight, uh, we're up on the bird and no big deal. We're chilling, having a good time, having a glass of wine, having beers, sir, come with me. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't even like that. I saw a, uh, a flight attendant and she was super frantic and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like I'm too old for this shit. Like I just got done serving in the military for a long time doing dangerous shit. I don't want to die on an international flight. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? So I actually got my ass up out of the chair and I approached her and I said- What was her demeanor? What was she doing? She was just like, it was like she was really frazzled, man. She was just like, oh, you know, like freaked out. And that's what, you know, I mean, we're pretty good at at, at noticing body language. She didn't run out of ginger ale. This was fucking- No, yeah, yeah. It was was definitely not the norm. So, and I picked up on that right away and I was like, hey, what is going on? You know, I asked her, I'm like, is everything okay? And she was like, we have a passenger and then started going into saying that they had a, a passenger that was that was doing a bunch of crazy shit, basically. And we'll get into that more later. But, you know, so I identified myself as a retired military guy. <laughs> How did that go down? Did you pull out your ID card? No, retired military I didn't guy. blue ID her. I just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I just said, Hey, like I'm here to help. I have an, a buddy on the flight. Like if there's a problem, like let us know because I don't want to fucking die. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, just through that, co- the course of the conversation. And then I think at this point is when I came up and told you like, Hey, there's a problem. And so basically she told me, Hey, there's an unruly passenger. He's freaking people out. And so I'm asking her, where the fuck is this guy at? Like, what's he doing? What's his demeanor? Like all the stuff that we would typically ask and try to figure out, right. Trying to gather as much information as possible. So, uh, yeah, saw that happening, came and then told you, and then I told her, Hey, if you need our help, uh, come back up and get me. So that was, you know, I thought maybe the conversation was going to end there and it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, and literally, geez, um, 10, 15 minutes later, she's like, sir, we need you in the back of the plane. And that's when I grabbed you. We both walked to the back of the plane and the entire staff uh, or of flight attendants was back there. And the um, FBI agent. Yeah, there was. Where did he come from? He was an FBI agent that was assigned to the embassy in Singapore. I don't. Yeah. I remember he gave us. I think yeah, he gave yeah, us yeah, his yeah, business yeah, yeah. card. There yep. was an FBI agent back there. Mike and I roll up. You know, they're they're talking back and forth. They're like handing out flex cuffs. Like shit's getting real. I, which at this point, I I thought that was unusual. Yeah, I didn't even realize yeah. she like pulls it out well, of like a cabinet, like a drawer. Yeah, like, here's well, some then, flex cuffs. I mean, honestly, when all that transpired, then we really started paying attention to the dude. So his behavior and demeanor was completely bananas. I mean, this guy was like walking around, fucking stuffing trash. He was barefoot on the flight, walking around on the flight talking to himself like slapping himself in the head stuffing trash up in between the bulkhead yeah yeah yeah. i mean yeah you know where the overhead storage like it was crazy and we were both like what the fuck is going on and then this dude would disappear in the bathroom uh, in the lavatory and the passengers were freaking out yeah i mean this whole thing like people people aren't stupid right they see two fucking beefy dude standing up like paying attention to this dude that's being crazy and i'm sure they thought we were air marshals or something like that little did they know yeah little did they know <laughs> we were ninjas. two yeah two ex army special operations guys were on the flight um <laughs> no but it, it was crazy and then remember when he came out of the bathroom this fucker had like lotion or like it was soap smeared all over his head that he pulled out of a basket and his lotion arms, in the basket. Yeah. I mean, it was frigging crazy. So anyways, uh, you know, I remember being back there and talking to the flight attendants and they're like, we, we may have to divert and land in San Francisco and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Hey, look, here's the deal. <laughs> if you need us to help, uh, just tell us. And I want your authorization to subdue this guy if if shit gets crazy and they were all worried that he was going to rush the the uh the cockpit yeah and i'm like this dude isn't a fucking terrorist he's like a white dude um he was a white dude that was just being crazy so it was like uh yeah we'll make sure i mean and and we i mean one of us could have taken this dude easily so um yeah so we basically i just told the flight i don't know if you remember that but i told the flight attendants and i was like just come get if this is going to go down just come get me and then we both took flex cuffs and went and sat down they indeed did divert the flight to san francisco which um they allowed me to stand up uh as we were landing and i was actually at the side door to meet the fbi in san francisco well before that yeah what happened before that am, am i missing something? the fuel like they're oh yeah yeah so we well, were they had too to heavy dump, yeah we, they, we had to dump fuel yeah 
to land in San Francisco, which that was crazy. So he loitered the the airport a little bit, dumped fuel. Yeah. Actually, I think he did dump it over the ocean. So he flew out in the ocean, yeah. dumped fuel, yeah. came back, and then was like, hey, I'm dumping fuel. You'll see it on the right. side well, of the wings. Well, do you remember like the mood in the aircraft Like when the pilot came over and he was like- They thought we were crashing. Oh, Everybody yeah. Was Everybody like, was like freaking die. the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was like, I, I'm like telling people I was sitting by, I was like, relax. It's not a big deal. Like, we're fine. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I mean, he came over and he's like, uh, folks, we're going to be making an unexpected stop in, at San Francisco International Airport. And he didn't really say why. So of course that peaked everybody's stress levels. You know, they were like, what the fuck? Why are we diverting? Anyways, um, so we land in San Francisco. I'm at the side door. Yeah. He, and this dude actually, you know, at that point, uh, he was compliant in the sense that he sat down and buckled up as we landed. Yeah. Um, but we land and I, no offense to the LE guys, but I was like, I need to identify myself immediately when this door opens, because basically what I'm thinking is I don't want to get fucking tased or shot. Yeah. (laughs) So I had my hands up like in a surrender position with my retired ID card in my hand. And I was like, the second time you've used it. Yeah. 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 yeah, Right. (laughs) And, uh, I was like, Hey motherfucker, I'm retired. Um, (laughs) Don't fucking shoot me. I want to live. No. I got PX privileges. Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck this up. I get like Navy lodging cheap. You know what I mean? When I travel now. Um, so, so I'm standing there and, you know, they the door opens and they're like, fucking everybody's on edge. And I'm like, hey, it's not me. The fucking dude is literally in this seat. And I don't know if you guys remember or not, but United like a month prior had that beat the ass. fuck out of a guy a on Korean a flight. Dude. Yeah. Or yeah, the guy was like in his chair that he had to get off the plane and he was like, fuck no, I'm not getting off He's the like, plane. He's like, I paid a ticket. I played, yeah, common sense, right? Like, I'm not getting off the flight. I fucking paid for a ticket. Like, fuck off. So they beat him. They fucking whipped his ass. <laughs> Broke his nose. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him and drug him his off the flight. His settlement was like, uh, it rumored to be above $10 million. Really? Yeah, like went from, I would have took an Dude, ass Dude, I'm getting fucking beat my beat ass, me bro. Beat to death. Yeah, beat my ass. Beat uh, me. Beat me and pay me. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so, so they come on the flight. And uh, or no, they waited because of that incident. The actual director of operations for United Airlines, professional too, he was squared away, super squared away. Yeah, good job, dude. Yeah, Uh, good job. He was like United dude, right? He yeah, and he was he was like the he was like the the chief ops guy at uh, at San Francisco. So this guy, uh, he's like everybody, chill. He's like I'm gonna go on the flight and try to you know talk this guy out of his chair. Uh, and you know, which was good because he was trying to de-escalate what was going yeah. on. <laughs> they couldn't take another ten million dollar loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he walks on. He's like, "Sir, um, you've been identified as uh, you know being someone that that can't be on this flight. I'm going to need you to come with me off the flight." And so the dude was like, "Okay." So he rolled off the flight with no shoes on. <laughs> Barefoot. Didn't uh, even barefoot, take a bag. Yeah. Didn't have a bag. Yeah, didn't have a bag, barefoot. Um, I think at the end of the day, uh, the guy probably had some mental health issues, didn't take meds. Well, they said they said uh, they took him to a hospital <clears> and they said, <throat> hey, do you have anything in your system? Have you taken meds? Have you taken... Right. No, 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 yeah. no, nothing. And they said, what are you doing on this flight? And they said, yeah. I'm just taking a flight. Didn't have a reason for taking a flight. Yeah, it was bananas, man. Super bizarre. Yeah, that, you know, and then, I mean... Obviously, everybody. We were actually flying to Tokyo. That was where our connecting flight was. Yeah. And we, 
obviously missed that flight. We yeah. were on, we were outside the aircraft. So the FBI pulls Mike and I off the plane. We had to do sworn statements and all this shit to yeah. basically say, Hey, this is what we witnessed during the flight yeah. and all the administrative stuff that well, goes on. They wanted along. our statements for the Medals of Valor for, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were later. getting United Medals of Valor, which it was came like, in a coupon for $100 <laughs> yeah. off. And free condiments. Yeah. We had peanuts for life. Yeah. They gave us, we had free 40s the rest of the flight. They like, did. We had old English. Dude, yeah. she was popping bubbly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was wasted on that flight. Yeah. My TV didn't work, but I was wasted. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was an interesting international travel experience. I mean, typically that shit doesn't happen, right? I mean, well, I, like, it's identified a whole bunch of good lessons learned. Yeah. I think the first one that, you identify that's very obvious, but that it's not taught enough is situational awareness. Absolutely. Like there's a whole bunch of things prior to it, like identifying something that that's not right. And I remember after 9-11, there was this big uh, amplification of, of, of awareness. Yeah, yeah. And, situational and, awareness. And, and a lot of people identified that with paranoia. They're like, yeah. well, well, you're just paranoid. That guy has a backpack. It's like, <laughs> fucking relax, bro. Yeah. Like, we're allowed to have backpacks. Yeah, like, exactly. But well, yeah. I think there's a, I think, you know, you bring up an interesting point. Like, there is, um, you know, I mean, obviously you're not going to, you see a dude with a backpack, you're not going to pick up the phone and call 911, right? But you have to be situationally aware in like body language and like that situation started to develop and I could just, you know, you can tell like something is wrong, you know? And so, um, being a decent human being, I was like, Hey, what is going on? You know? So really decent, dude. Yeah. I try. You try, man. Yeah. So, so (laughs) we'll see. It's debatable. We could debate that. It is debate. I'll actually throw this out there. It's debatable. Um, so I, I took you for a ride, like, uh, my girlfriend, uh, in my new Land Rover, the Philcraft Land Rover. Oh, yeah. How'd you uh, like that? Oh, we're transitioning. Well, uh, yeah, it's a trans- transition. You, yeah. Yeah. That's how we do Got it. it. Yeah. What, what was, huh? That's legal now. That's legal now. What, oh. what, what was cool about that <laughs> entire experience is when I let Kurt drive my right hand drive Land Rover, he left the e-brake on and smoked and almost destroyed my Land Rover. I mean, you didn't give me a, a good class on what everything was, and I didn't realize the fucking e-brake was on. Yeah. So like, He didn't I, realize it was right-hand drive. He tried to drive it from the left-hand side <laughs> yeah. with his right hand. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. man. It was weird. It was a weird experience. No, we should talk about the sunset we watched. Uh, Yesterday. It was last yeah. night. It was actually really cool, man. We had, like, sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes you got to like roll out and just talk about shit. You know what I mean? It was. <laughs> All right. That was weird. <laughs> it wasn't weird. I think it was cool, man. I, that's, you know, we call it sunset. People point. Are actually think, you know, we're together. I mean, I, I have this. We're describing this Land Rover experience. We're watching the sunset. We were actually drinking, drinking a beer, you know. Yeah. And enjoying an IPA. We who's here? He's a cop. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's not really a cop. I don't even know what he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we... No, but it was cool, man. Yeah, completely. I mean, dude, pre- you know, we, we moved the business to Prescott, Arizona. We've had a lot of questions. People are like, hey, why the fuck did you guys move from Colorado? I'm well, it's burning down. Well, That's yeah. Part, of, part it, right? of it's Durango's on fire. Um, no, but, you know, at first I was actually, I wasn't happy about it. You know, I, I was like, what the fuck? I don't want to go to Arizona. You're kind of a bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? We're moving? Again? Um, yeah, no shit. Uh, no, but but I'm actually glad we're here. So infrastructure-wise for our families. Well, and, look where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Dude, the upgrade. Skill set studio. Got gun yeah. foo. Uh, with the the live feed, we got that he's the gun foo son. You ran out of batteries. What's up? No, uh, like oh, okay. I, uh, I actually have more on my personal right now. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I 
I think that lends itself to – I'm extrapolating lessons learned here. Uh, what, what, what I've noticed recently is because we've been so busy, man. Like my brain for the first time is overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, we talk about those tidbits, right? You have certain tidbits of capacity. Yeah. And if you know the, the model was 110 tidbits, I'm like at 112. Like I'm just tapping. Yeah. I the, felt the bad when I came back this time because – we, I went into the building and you were like frantic and I'm like, we yeah. talked about it last night. I'm like, I haven't seen you like that. So, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of reasons why, but yeah, we're getting that worked out. We are. And just, just a lot of shit going on. But I think it, you know, when you get to a point in your life where you sense, you don't even sense it, you feel stressors mm-hmm. and those stressors are illustrated in you yelling at your old lady, mm-hmm. you getting punched in the face by somebody, <laughs> you do, saying and doing dumb shit. I mean, it's a real good indicator that you're probably peaking out in stress. Yeah. And you need to do something to mitigate it. Mine's like drinking 15 beers. Yours is <laughs> holding my hand in the Land Rover, drinking <laughs> yeah. a beer and talking yeah. about stuff. You were trying to tickle the inside of my thigh, and I was like, bro, bro. What the f- you had a mosquito right there, or ingrown hair, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to hook you up. An ingrown hair. <laughs> That's so gross, dude. It is, man. I, I'm like picturing that, and I want to puke right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got against ingrown hairs, bro? Oh, uh, man. What else? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. My trip was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I did some epic shit on my trip I can't even talk about. I got like cool pictures. I can't show them. Fuck. Well, hey, man. man. When you're fight, when you're combating terrorism, uh, you know, exactly. taking out jihadists across the world. Fuck, but- bro. Dude. It's a tough life, man. Yeah. Fucking Team America. I saw here's here's the the movie that I saw um which I wanted to talk about in this podcast. Really? It, the one oh. with Will Smith. Oh. Bright. I thought you were gonna talk about like the notebook or something like you did last time. Bro, don't you were on like started. a fucking remember that? Why you gotta hate? <laughs> That's a great Dude, movie. People lost their shit about that podcast. They were like Dude, I was getting so much feedback about you talking about fucking that love movies. That was your movies. daughter's favorite podcast from what, that we did. Yeah. Cameron told me. She said, hey, this is the <laughs> yeah. best podcast we've ever heard. Yeah. Um, I, Bright. It's called Bright? Is it Bright? You guys, don't pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. The Dude, science I don't fiction. fucking even watch TV. So, so for, for once, I could actually watch TV because I have internet connection. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching well, DVDs you guys, like the notebook on You have that baller-ass flat screen that's like... 4K, like, uh, fucking that's, sh- Bro, that's a Fieldcraft TV, man. It's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not about me. It's yeah. about the company, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a badass TV, so... Hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, well, well, anyways, this this movie is about magic in uh, brights and wands and orcs. But what's, Oh, yeah. yeah. You were telling me this shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Will Smith turns around, he elprezes yeah. three or four That's dudes. why you were in that fucking, that, like... That uh, that fucking robe when I came into the office, you had like a fucking yes, you had like a Gandalf robe, <laughs> Gandalf fucking robe on. You turned around with a fake gray There's beard. There's a fan like, club, bro. Yeah, it's right. a good movie. It's Keep called going. Bright. Well, it's Bright. It's, it's a movie or is it a Netflix it, series? It's a Netflix movie. I feel like we should be sponsored by them right now. I know, bro. It's <laughs> an excellent. It's actually older. It's maybe a year or two old. Yeah, but it's basically two LAPD cops. One's an orc, and. What the fuck is an orc? Can you describe that? It's like that? A, an orc. So check this out. Addison was in the shop. And if you guys don't know Addison, it's Addison underscore Team Fieldcraft. But Addison was in the shop. He's our little lawn gnome. Dude. Once you see him, you'll know why I said this that. This dude, when I said, yeah, you know, there's an orc. And he's like, and and uh, somebody's like, what's an orc? And he's like, oh, oh let, me, let me tell you what an orc is. Dude, he completely transformed Fucking, into like super nerd. Yeah, super dork. I lost all kinds of respect for him. <laughs> But he was he he basically went into a montage 
moment of this big narrative about what orcs are. But basically, they're they're basically a science fictional. He thinks they're real, but they're a character that's like an ogre. Oh. And they have like a whole assembly of them. Then you have the elves, and then you have like yeah. magical whatever. I'm not gonna lie, you were talking right now, and I was like staring at the wall, <laughs> drooling on myself. I don't know Fuck why, it, man. I know my brain, dude. Like you were talking about <laughs> brain stuff. Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, on the medical side of things, it's a little bit serious. But like ex special operations veterans that have been exposed to a ton of traumatic brain injury. Uh, we're finding out a lot of guys in our community, you know, a lot of different issues going on with traumatic brain injury. Um, we have a friend, a mutual friend that uh, lives in Pagosa Springs in Colorado. He's a former 10th Special Forces group Gavin. guy. Gavin yeah. just went out to San Diego um, to do a brain treatment. And another guy that we know in a unit that uh, we don't talk about that uh, where you used to work. Um, Tom? No. Uh, oh, geez. Um Oh gosh, I can't. Oh remember. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, know. Yep. I can't. I uh, can't think of his first name, but we've talked about it. Uh, he went there first and actually had a lot of good feedback. But I think it's uh, they do something with your brain where they're using like uh, magnets, essentially, um, and they're healing dudes. Magnotherapy. It's some yeah. crazy, but they're um, they're healing dudes' brain. So I actually reached out to Gavin and I'm like, hey, dude. Like Mike and I probably need to go to this. Well, a lot of people don't. A lot of people who who take PTSD like to associate it with one specific traumatic event. Yeah, and there's a total miseducation right um, taking place about PTSD period because it talk post traumatic stress disorder. Like they think it's traumatic one tra- traumatic event. Right. And what people don't understand is yeah, there's guys. We talked about this in the Land Rover holding hands, uh, <laughs> watching the sunset. That. Yeah. You could have a PFC who's in the army, right? He yeah. joins the army 17 to 18 years old, gets blown up in an IED. Right. He's got PTSD, he's got TBI, he's got all these issues. That's one significant event. Right. That that fucked him up for right. a long period of time. Right. You take that event times 20 years. You times yeah. 20 years of operating. We're not talking 20 years in a fucking schoolhouse yeah. in garrison. Uh, or even in a soft skill MOS, you're talking about 20 years of operating in the infantry and special operations, doing operations where you're constantly blown up. Yeah, like I've been in the IED, but I didn't get uh, uh, specifically targeted and hit. Right. But how many times I've actually been rocked where I'm punch drunk from a Gustav, from a recordless rifle, from yeah, a breach, from a charge, from yeah. a charge, even from a weapon system. Right. How many times have we been in gunfights on 50 cows <clears throat> on Mark 19s where we're getting shooting mortar rounds uh, yeah. out of a 120. Well, the other thing, too, is even on the training side, like I always go back to how many explosive breaches on the training side, both interior, you know, exterior charges, <sighs> interior. And, uh, I mean, you know, those blast waves are friggin', you know, coming off the walls and going into your friggin' nugget, and it's like... We used, we used to joke, because, you know, we both played football in high school. But, yeah. You know, you get the snot bubbles because you get rocked. Yeah. We used to joke in uh, breaching... That when you got snot bubbles, like oh, dude, you got snot coming out of your nose, like yeah. ha 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 ha. Yeah, and then bad. twenty years later, you're like, there's not a minimum so safe funny. distance. <laughs> yeah, and we weren't meeting those. Yeah, MSDs. which you know, I mean, I, I think um, I know that the community now is being a little bit more strict about it, but I mean, still, at the end of the day, you're getting exposed to a lot of shit. So if we sound stupid sometimes or we're off our game, that's at least what we're blaming. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm going. I'm I'm taking that one. TBI. TBI, <laughs> yeah. TBI. But you know, the TBI. what I've realized about it too is uh, <clears throat> it's over time, it gets worse, right? Because yeah. when it, what is it called? CBT or 
It's, it's like the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the one I, I can't remember what the hell it is, but it's what they've diagnosed guys in the NFL. So basically, they've had all these crazy, you know, fo- not crazy, but these football players, you know, go Lose bananas, shit, kill themselves, yeah, junior say out, and then they like, yeah. they friggin' you know basically look at their brain and they're like, oh shit, like, this, and it doesn't get better. Well, like they like to point the finger at the fucking person and they're like, this dude's a shitbag. Like, yeah, right. No, this dude's yeah. been rocking the fucking head. Yeah. for decades. He's crazy. He's, He's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, there's there's a reason. <laughs> well, it's the same stereotype that we get, and I'm, you know, there's no there's 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 no excuse until there's identified excuse. Right. Like there's a reason why people. Especially in the military, who have these longer careers that get blown the fuck up and yeah. that have issues later on in life. Yeah, the biggest problem I have with this all is the VA system because it's like, hey, you're all created equal. Mm-hmm. Well, th- yeah, you're all created equal, but what's the treatment? The treatment shouldn't be equal on the back end. Yeah, or or the availability of treatment on the back end should should be different. Right, because. The way you treat a guy who literally worked inside of a fucking kitchen for 20 years, no offense to the cooks because there's some great cooks. Yeah. But compared to a, a special <clears throat> operations guy who's yeah. been blown the fuck up, yeah. there should be a different well, line. It's a, yeah, it's a level of uh, you know paying attention to people that you know expose themselves more. It's not an entitlement thing. It's just literally yeah. take care of dudes. Take care of dudes. That fucking literally threw everything out there so so today's july 4th today's independence day what does independence day mean to kurt oh man mm, well it's my daughter's birthday so that's like that's a pretty significant yeah, so thing, yeah. yeah i mean fort bragg north carolina it was like 10 11 o'clock at night i think um i'm not a bad father were you deployed I, were you no i was home yeah oh. when my wife had uh cameron and I actually, she was born and we saw fireworks from Womack. Um, really? Yeah, it was really That's neat. That's cool, man. Yeah, so, and she, um, I want to throw this out there. She shares a birthday with a teammate of ours that was killed in combat. So today's Ben Bittner's birthday as it well. Is. So, it is. I saw a post this morning April put up. Yeah, it was kind he of. He would have been 45 today. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, for me... Benjamin uh, Franklin Bittner, by the Benjamin way. Benjamin Franklin Bittner, yeah. born on the 4th of July, which yeah. is um, pretty epic. Yeah. And then my kid shares a birthday with him, which is, um, you know, it's good for good. It's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 4th of July, uh, for me, obviously I'm a patriotic dude. You know what I mean? We both are. Uh, we, we played the game for a long time. Um, but it means a lot of different things, you know, obviously it's a time of celebration, but it's, uh, it's always, I mean, every day I wake up, it's like a constant reminder, uh, especially cause I just got back from international travel, how lucky we are as Americans, um, to exercise all the freedoms that we have because people don't have that, uh, all over the world. I'm going to say it again. People don't have that all over the world. So, you know, being appreciative of those things and, and actually going out and doing things to demonstrate, uh, that you enjoy your freedoms is a big fucking deal. Um, and so for me, you know, just getting back, uh, from, from being in Southeast Asia, I'm like, dude, like, this is it, man. Like our country, you know, there, yeah. Is there a bunch of shit that's fucked up? Yeah, there is. There's a bunch of shit that's fucked up all over the world, but this system and this way of life is something that needs to be appreciated. Yeah, I think it's less and Was less. that a good answer? <laughs> no, it's it, it definitely is. I think it, it's perspective, right? When people don't understand, right? when you don't have an idea yeah. about world travel and the only experience you have of that idea is from a professor, from the media, from something you read, yeah. and it's not fully encompassed, right. you make assumptions, and assumptions are like asshole, and a lot of them are stinky. <laughs> yeah. And so 
so when you when you look at it from that perspective, you have to get world perspective. And when yeah. you do, one international travel abroad, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking to fucking Paris, France. I'm talking about to the world, yeah. right? You'll start to realize how lucky we fucking are to have what yeah. we have. And people fail to demonstrate that on a daily basis. Complete networks, complete yeah. industries, complete businesses. And it's uh, to me, it's disgusting. My whole thing is... If you like to criticize America, mm-hmm. if you like to beat up the president of the United States, if you like to be unpatriotic and you think patriotism is laced and somehow um, fighting the system, yeah, um, then get the fuck out of the country. <laughs> yeah. It's that easy. It's that easy. Yeah, I, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I get fired up about that stuff because you know uh, our job still allows us to travel internationally and do some different things and different places and you know it's just a constant reminder of how awesome this place is so fourth of july guys celebrate happy independence day have fun with your family remember how we were founded and why we're this way and don't ever forget that because as soon as we forget that is when you lose it 100 i what you know in closing closing things out i think uh i read a post this morning that says something about never forget that the reason we're free is because we're we're an armed nation Mm we're an armed citizen so when you look at the British occupation, you look at fighting the Redcoats, you can't do that without weapon systems and guns. And yeah. people think that, why should people have guns? Well, <clears throat> those same people are the people who talk shit about establishment and government. Yeah. Why would you not, if you're, if you're a believer, you're an anti-establishment guy, right? Yeah. Or gal. Your gun guarantees that. Your gun guarantees that there's not going to be an that, oppressive that they're tyranny on, yeah, that they're fucks on notice. you over. Yeah. That they're on notice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you have the QRF, you have the fighting force, but you somehow want to disassociate that relationship and now disarm everybody, yeah. including yourself. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that whole point of view is a, uh, one, it's uneducated, two, it's that makes me feel safe and I don't want anybody else to be able to defend themselves because guns are scary and I don't want to touch them. And, yeah. you know, instead of an education process where it's like, hey, the fucking thing is a tool. It's a fucking tool. They don't get up and go shoot people. People fuck other people up. That's just the way it goes. And so um, I don't give a fuck if you take everybody's guns away. Like somebody's going to be in a fucking rider truck or they're going to jump into a fucking car just like these bad guys have done all over the world, if they can't get a fucking gun, they're going to figure something else out. So yeah. that whole argument never makes sense to me. You know yeah. what I mean? But we'll so. put budget rental trucks on notice because we'll just shit down the whole Fuck system. It, man. Fuck them. Get rid of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of everybody and everything. We just stay in a bubble. We don't move. We, we don't could get, anything. yeah. I feel my blood pressure raising because of this conversation because we, yeah. uh, we get excited about it. But no, I mean, it's common sense shit and people just... Ignore common sense. It's weird. The last part of that is the the people who uh, represent the people on the podium yeah. have their armed guards below in suits yeah. with their fucking pistols yeah. and, and carbines in their vehicles. Yeah. How about this, politicians? Go fuck yourself. You're not taking my guns away. And yeah. I'm not like a crazy fucking... You're kind of crazy. I oh, am you're a, I am a little else. bit right now, but I'm not like, you know, I don't walk around and talk about it all the time and all this shit, right? I'm just like, hey, man, it's my fucking right. And I understand the checks and balances that that brings to the government. And so I don't, yeah, you see a politician walking around with armed security guards or when they're doing a a speaking engagement and those guys all have guns. So why the fuck would they be able to be protected and I can't protect myself? It doesn't make any sense. Because they get a lot of money and they got a lot of power. Fuck them. Fuck them. I I, (laughs) seriously, politicians, dude, here's one thing I wanted to say. I actually talked about this. 
um, to somebody. I think I was on the flight. I was chit-chatting with somebody. But we were talking about, like, uh, you know, keeping politicians on notice. Like, if somebody runs on something, you should be checking their fucking record to make sure that they're actually delivering on what they talk about. I mean, as Americans, like, people have gotten so fucking lazy when it comes to holding politicians accountable. Like, I don't want to hear the fucking party line. I want to know that you're going to Washington, D.C., or you're serving in your local government, and that's the key word. You serve the people. Yeah. Like, it's a big fucking deal. These idiots, a lot of these idiots today think that we're here to serve them. It's like, no, man. Like, we know because we served the country for a long time, like... Uh, I'm here to do a job because I love this country yeah, and I'm selfless. Right. Serving, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somehow career politicians have that completely backwards and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. It's become a business, right? Cause yeah. businesses are, they all make a bunch of fucking money. They people their, lobby yeah. and exactly like, it's not about people anymore. It's not about taking care of the citizens of this country. It's about playing the fucking game in DC. And it's like, it's just gross, man. I hate it. But what can people do? People could uh, be positive. Well, well their communities. Yeah, definitely. But obviously getting out and voting, exercising the rights that yep. good women or, you know, good men and women died for, yep. um, getting out and voting and exercising those rights. And then not only voting, but holding people accountable. Like you got to hold these politicians accountable because if you don't, they just roll up there and do their thing. and Get then, rich, get their stipend. Yeah, you know what I mean? They get fucking taken care of for the rest of their life, and they don't do shit except fucking argue and not get shit done for the for the country. It's ridiculous. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fourth of July. Fourth of July. It brings up a bunch of stuff. Are we doing you know yoga I mean? after this? Yeah, we need to. I need to drink water. I feel dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's those five jubies you just slammed. Yeah, I know. No, Tryjubie.com. Probably those 15 IPAs I drank yesterday. Yeah, no, it was good. Delicious. <laughs> hey, so so moving forward and talking about uh, in closing um, our upcoming courses that we got. Yep. Uh, it would be at the bottom of your sheet. <laughs> Highlighted <laughs> oh, numerically. Yeah. Uh, you know, we ha- we do have the EDM Go Light bags. We do. We They've been a great success. Yeah. We've launched it. Uh, so, a couple people are like. So, if what, this is your is first yeah, podcast tuning in, the yep. EDM Go Light Bag, EDM Everyday Mobility. Uh, we coined that term. I just want to. I want to throw. Yeah, we trademarked, trademarked it. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that bag. It's a seat back panel. So you guys may have seen those before. It mounts on the back of your seat and it quickly detaches, becoming a minimalist backpack. Go bag on the fly. No big deal. Patent penny. That came out of Mike's brain. Patent penny. So all you motherfuckers are going out there copying it, making carbon copies in China, and then selling it on <laughs> on, on your websites. Fuck. We will not sue you because we don't have the money to sue you, yeah. but I'll talk shit about you but on we're, social media. Yeah, we're going to blast your ass on fucking podcasts and fucking- and You'll have a bad rep. You'll be rich, yeah. but you'll have a bad rep in the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuckers. All right, so uh, EDC course, I'm teaching one July 7th, everyday carry course. You know- We've gone back and forth in full transparency about doing training <laughs> yeah. and not doing training. Mike's like, get more training on that goddamn board, <laughs> you fucking lazy piece of shit. And I'm like, God damn, dude. I just got back from fucking overseas, dude. I was taking electrical tape on a whiteboard <laughs> yeah. making I'm like, this is your border, this is your yeah. thing. Yeah. Micromanaging your process. I do need to get after it though. We gotta get some more courses on the board. So yeah. there'll be, I promise. After your San Diego vacation, this you can fucking do that. Yeah, this <laughs> this holds me accountable to actually get training up more training. I know people have been asking for that. 
Everyday Carry we're doing uh, this weekend, but also the EDM course with Mike Hernandez. That's Mike underscore Team Philcraft, August 4th and 5th. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Everyday Mobility course, the intent with that course is basically for people to come out with their rigs, whatever they're driving. Um, and basically it's, you know, taught in stations and we do everything from learning how to, uh, build a fire, start a fire. Um, some of these are like skills that people just don't know how to do anymore. Um, so, you know, it's basic stuff, starting fires, getting water, purifying water, like doing all of that, basically teaching out of our field craft survival, um, the kit, the survival kit, the minimalist kit. And then we also talk about vehicle recovery, do some demonstrations, fighting from a vehicle, fighting from a vehicle. So there's, uh, some self-defense stuff that goes on in your own vehicle. Um, we've done that before. It actually was a, a great success, kind of set up a scenario and then have people work through that out of their vehicle so they can defend themselves. Um, so it's, it's a good course. Um, it's a very practical course and it's a good time. We get together, you know, go over, uh, a lot of different skills, make sure people understand how to do some some things, and uh, and, and then we hang out. So yeah. it's cool. It's a uh, If you guys want to sign up for that, it's philcraftsarrival.us or .com. .com just forwards you to .us. And uh, lastly, the Gunfighter Carving Course, August 26th. Gunfu or probably you are going to teach with me at Cowtown. Right. And so uh, we're going to be lining out training. So by the end of the week, I think Kurt will have a training schedule laid <laughs> yeah. out in detail. I fucking choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually, you know what's interesting is maybe we can get a Shopify uh, plug in here because we're going to transfer everything to Shopify. Everybody tells me Shopify, Shopify, Shopify. I'm like Shopify, 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 just like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what is Shopify? Did some research, and that we're going to migrate to Shopify, man. Cool. I'm all about making processes easier and more efficient, or you don't have to work as much. <laughs> uh, we also uh, August 25th and 26th, Heather Dobson, Gunfu Fighter, you yeah. and a couple others are going to be involved with a women's only survival seminar. Yeah. Hey, I want to. I want to actually uh, bring some attention to this course because um, we had the opportunity uh, to uh, interview a female, a pro female shooter. And it was a it was a it was a fantastic interview. I keep using that word. I like it. I'm positive today, um, but it's hugely important uh, for women to not be intimidated by this. Yeah, you're going to have some ex special operations guys there, you, but we're going to have a female instructor too, and she's going to actually be the primary instructor. Heather underscore Team Philcraft. That's right. And so I, I just want to highlight this because you know there's a lot of women out there that are intimidated by coming out and doing firearms training. This is not going to be like that. We're going to do some basic firearms training, make sure it's conducted safely um, to give you the practical skills you need to defend yourself. And then we're also uh, going to do, basically, it's a modern survival seminar. So I'm going to talk about mindset, like situational awareness, a lot of different things. Just to you know, to to teach you and to heighten your awareness about the dangers that are out there, and it's important, you know, if you're on your own, to protect yourself. So, this course is going to be set up to do that. If you're a female listening right now, don't be intimidated. We want you to come. Uh, I promise, we don't bite. So, yeah, yeah. Kurt bites a little, <laughs> just a little. Nibbles, Mike just nibbles. A nibble. I'm a nibbler. <laughs> I'm a suckler. Is that a thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. I apologize. <laughs> Long day, uh, excellent podcast. Um, appreciate you being back and actually working for once. <laughs> yeah. um, anything right here in the near future? Like I know you're going to San Diego. We're going to Pelfrey Built. Yeah, we're going to do Pelfrey Built. Uh, we've got another thing going that we, yeah, we can't talk about in Los Angeles. So we'll be there in midweek. Uh, yeah. Shout hit, us, hit us up on social media, actually. So 
maybe we could do something in LA where we like link up and like a crazy stalker fan shoots you in the chest or something. <laughs> with a Mac 10. I was just thinking about like maybe I shouldn't like let people know where we're going. No. Mike.a.lever. Um, I've been waiting. Wow. Yeah. yeah, with a Mac 10. Just but I'm going to turn on your location services enabled for the entire uh you're all fall you're all your following. So That's you cool. People your like me, bro. I know. I'm, not worried. I'm the one who gets shot in the fucking <laughs> chest by an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's answer one question from the live feed. We got 38 whopping people. Uh, you guys are committed because it's July 4th. You should be with your fucking family because you're here with us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked me a question, and then, oh, Ray Cashcare is on the on the, uh, Ray. the live feed. What's up, Ray? Uh, if anybody's got a question, we will answer one question, the first question that comes across. Um, <laughs> why is Kurt so gay? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah, Nobody yeah. answered that I, question. I, dude, oh, God. What, what do you mean? That's weird. Know. Are you about I, to come out or no, something? No, 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 no. I feel like one's going to be like anteater or not. Like, <laughs> I don't think you got that. <laughs> I hate your guts. I hate, I got it. It registered in the back of my yeah. mind, way back in yeah. the back of my mind. It wasn't a priority. Um, can Somebody asked about the EDM bag in gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I, well, so we did a live and we announced the other colors that were going to be coming out and everybody was like, fuck tan, we want, uh, I think they call it like wolf gray or heather, I don't know, no, 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 not heather gray, that's, <laughs> that's my turtleneck, sorry. That's a porn uh, star. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, fuck. All right, kids, don't listen to this. Cut the podcast, happy yeah. birthday, Cam. Jeez. Um, nobody's, oh, what does it mean for you guys, uh, what does it mean to be American to you guys? Damn, dude! I just did I word that wrong? No. Okay. What does it mean to be an American? Yeah. Uh, you answer that. They asked you. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I already gave my answer about Fourth of July. So I come. I'm an immigrant. Um, I'm not really an immigrant. You're, but, but you Korean, are yeah. a second generation, second gen Asian American immigrant of immigrants. Yeah. yeah. My my mom is Korean, and uh, being here, growing up with my mom's my grandma who doesn't speak english she got her citizenship which is a scam I no think. english no english and she got her <laughs> look if my korean 80 year old korean grandmother who speaks limited english can take a test to mm-hmm. get her citizenship and grind in a kitchen yeah. to, to to earn to, a living yeah to make a life to make a life for herself and her seven fucking children mm-hmm. um and all of them are are uh, successful entrepreneurs yeah. and and civil servants serving their societies they living yeah. live in and contribute con- I can't fucking talk your family is a prime example of why this country is fantastic bam. thanks bro bam you want to go to lunch I want to buy you lunch bro Korean I want Korean I want to go to that Korean place in Phoenix you want Korean you got it <laughs> <laughs> that's that bullshit weird? we're going to Subway <laughs> fuck off <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast, Kurt. I, I missed your smell. Uh, thanks to SkillsetMag.com. <laughs> Skillset for, rocks. For letting us be in the studio. Thanks, GunFu, for being on here. Uh, big shout-out to Will, uh, our buddy from Kickside. Big shout-out to Jared for selling your company. I'm proud of you, bro. Hell yeah. You did some good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we love you guys. Cool. All right. Until next time. Stay alert. Stay alive. <laughs>